0: Welcome, everybody, to another Pageant Planet podcast. This is the podcast for contestants who want to be inspired and discover how to win the crown. Today, Jesse Ledoux, our queen of coaching, and myself, we are covering the life of Misha Grimes.
1: Misha Grimes reigns from England and holds the title of Miss Teen Galaxy 2018. Most international title holders find some level of fame throughout their year on certain social media platforms depending on their location. And Misha's was on YouTube.
0: Misha has had her YouTube channel since 2012, and it's some context for you if you're looking for overnight success on social media. She's been doing it for Mm -hmm. about eight years. Um, But in the last few years, she has seen exponential growth in her subscriber base and watch rates. And as the recording of this podcast, her channel has more than 33 million views. And her videos focus on travel, pageantry, and most importantly, and ironically, her clothing hauls.
1: From Fashion Nova to ASOS to Amazon, Misha shares her honest opinion and reviews on tons of beauty products and fashion items. Her growing YouTube audience of... Two hundred and twenty-seven thousand subscribers. Actually, I think that's her Instagram has um, about that, but um, her YouTube audience of two hundred twenty-seven thousand subscribers—they just can't get enough. So yeah. I think her Instagram is similar to that too.
0: Yeah, her Instagram—it was around one hundred and thirty. I'm going on memories, mm. but it's about one hundred and thirty thousand. So both, Go I girl. mean, yeah, get it. So Misha has occasionally uh, or also occasionally loves busting the pageant myths that most people typically think about when they think of pageants, you know, insert toddlers and tiaras and Miss Congeniality.
1: And on top of YouTube and fashion, Misha also does a great deal of traveling and modeling. Ibiza to New York City to Nike and Opali, she does it all. And at just 21 years old, Misha has fully cracked her way into the business of YouTube and influencers, even though she never fully completed college. How is this all possible Let's keep learning.
0: So Misha is 21-year-old fashion model and social media personality. She was born and raised in England, which has a pretty large pageant girl fan base. So shout out to all the listeners in the UK.
1: And she is very close with her mom and her sister. Her mother, Kasha, is also a pageant queen, and the two even competed in a pageant together. Love that. Some people even mistake her mother for being Misha's sister. Goals. Yeah,
0: compliments to mom. Mm -hmm. Growing up, Misha moved around to many different schools, and while this can be challenging for some, Misha found that she was able to make friends much more quickly. And when you're always moving around, you get good at introducing yourself to new people, which is a really great skill to have in pageantry.
1: And at one point, Misha attended an all-girls school, which, as you can imagine, had its difficulties. We try to focus pageants on sisterhood, but when there are many girls with different personalities in any place – let's be honest there's bound to be drama you and i were just talking about it
0: yeah and i mean i I was raised with five sisters and then a very dominant mother and i didn't have any brothers so it was always like war (laughs) in the roddy household (laughs) and that's why a lot of times i i recharge by being by myself and just in the small corner somewhere where it's just quiet because growing up around the chaos Um, so Misha experienced a great deal of bullying from friend groups at this all girls school. And she was often confused by this, but ultimately it taught her not to care about what other people think. What a valuable lesson. Now she prides herself on only keeping people around her who support her, which is just great advice for like all of us and protect your space and the energy around you.
1: Misha has always had an eye for fashion. She studied fashion design for two years in college, and her initial idea was to complete her third year of college and apply to go to university. But she has a realization. So I'm gonna pause because, so Maria Jorlando, who writes this um, outline for us each week, so shout out to Maria, she has an amazing job. She lives in Canada, and I think some of the terms actually cross over from from British influence. And I think, now that I'm rereading this, college is high school they call university college, or you know what i'm saying yeah so in the, in the u.s we call high school what they call college and we call college what they call university and i think that might be right
0: that sounds familiar um that does sound if, familiar
1: if our uk listeners want to holler at us and let us know if we're right or wrong i would love to know <laughs> so you that's can all my e- guesses. yeah
0: you, you can you can email us and correct us i'm sure a quick google search would, would get that but Naturally, she went on to higher education. Yes. Um, So as fashionable as she was, her fashion sense was more so in her head and not like not her hands. So she couldn't sew or draw, which left her to make a decision. Leaving school at the time seemed like such a big deal. I mean, she was the only person who left school, which was really big move for any young woman.
1: Yeah. Taking a year off meant she would be able to explore what else life had to offer her. And she always knew she could reapply the following year she wanted to. And after all, she was still only 18. So Misha loves, still loves fashion styling and has done this for over five years now.
0: Gosh. And I just, I feel the need to say this and I'm sorry for any parents that are doing this, but like there's no pressure to go to higher education right after mm-hmm. you graduate. Um, high school or college you know i guess whatever part of the world you're in so um, if you look around most people especially if you're wanting to go some unorthodox path like starting a a pageant blog or um you know becoming an entrepreneur like some of the best skills that you learn is actually like on-the-job training and like with myself and many others you went to school for one thing but you're not really working in that necessary space And so, like, yeah, take that, take what Misha has done for her life and maybe consider exploring that if you're not sure what you want to actually do for a living. Because if you don't know why you're going to school, why jump right into it, like get in debt, like hundreds of thousands of dollars potentially, and then come out. And then realize that your true passion lies in something where you could have just went to a, a vocational college or university and or, and got the same fulfillment and not be in all that debt. Because, I mean, my neighbors are like collectively, they have over $300,000 in college debt. Ooh. I know, right? And, and like, they're not
1: alone, which is the crazy part.
0: Yeah, and now they they somewhat needed it, but um, they also don't really love like what it is that they do. And the wife like isn't even really working in that space, same space anymore. So she's going a completely different path. But it's like. That, that debt, I mean, they've been out of college now, like, what, 18 years, something like that, um, you know, 15, 18 years, and they still have that debt. Now, I mean, it's certainly paid down, but still, that's just as perspective. So really think about that going into school. I accidentally made a really wise choice as far as my college and didn't get into a lot of debt. But um, I wanted to, because I know we have a lot of younger listeners at making that transition period. So consider that because the the money and the loans that you're taking out now, it doesn't mean a whole lot to you right now. But when you do graduate, I mean, it will affect the type of car that you drive. It will affect the kind of home that you buy that you can't afford because you're still paying off College that you went to the years prior. So just something to consider
1: Yeah, a couple of other things too on that one I just had to take something to be altered um, this past week and my I have a couple different tailors that I kind of depending on how much in a rush I am i I switch it up based (laughs) on what it is or my pageant dresses will go to one person in particular but both of those people are in their late 70s that do my wardrobe and I don't know anyone my age that could deconstruct and reconstruct a garment. Mm. Like I know there are a couple of people through the pageant industry, but locally there's nobody. And think about how vital that is. I mean, everybody needs a tailor or a seamstress for something in their lives. I mean, I, probably my mom, probably him or so a button on, but she couldn't change a size of something for me if I needed it. Right. And that's critical. There are so many skills like with your hands that are so needed that are so up- underrepresented in our entire generation because of that pressure to go to higher education. And then the other thing I'll say is um, I have a lot of friends now that have children. Um, so I'm like, that's my frame of reference right now, but it's like, okay, if your kid isn't walking Within two months of somebody else's kid, there really doesn't show a lot of correlation with how much more successful that kid is than the other in the long run. So I feel like parents are constantly, like the parents I know, are like stressing about their kids, like keeping up with the Joneses. And at the same token, like Kevin, my fiance, didn't go to high, didn't go to college right after high school. He went into drywalling and tradesman tradesmanship, and he was like, you know what? I don't really want to do. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want my I want my degree. So it took him a couple of years but he ultimately did go and get his college degree. But I kind of compare it to comparing yourself as a a baby. Like that that baby walking two months earlier has no indicator of success. Kevin waiting two, three years to go to college other than most people has no indicator of success. Mm -hmm. So the coaching moment there is, one, don't compare yourself with the choices of others if you don't feel like you're ready. And the second is, to back up your point, Stephen, is, explore other avenues that aren't traditional if you don't have a passion or you just school isn't your thing why not take a stab at something else or if you have that passion using your hands don't let anyone tell you otherwise you can always go and get your degree so it's just take some uh some soul searching don't go with the pack
0: yeah and I mean again to echo that like I've graduated from college but it was a non-accredited college so technically I don't have a degree I don't have a Bachelors or anything like that. So again, it doesn't necessarily determine your success. We're all on our own path and journey. And again, like this circles completely back to Misha. Congratulations on mm-hmm. taking that that bold step when a lot of your friends are going one direction, and she went the complete opposite. And it's really paying off for her. And I'm just I'm so excited by that. Mm-hmm. So Misha. She knew humbly that she was someone who was meant to be in front of the camera. And this is not like in a superficial way. She just knew that once her strengths, uh, that one of her strengths was her ability to speak and model in front of the camera like it was just nobody's business but her own. And, you know, I, I just want to take a moment here to talk about the difference between arrogance and humility because I had to figure this out. Um, when I was trying to find my own voice and just like, there was things that I knew that I was good at doing, but when someone asked me, are you good at this? I tried to downplay it. Like, um, I'm, I'm good at, um, marketing. Right. So if someone's like, are you good at marketing? I'm like, oh, you know, I'm kind of all right or whatever versus just saying, yes, I'm good. Um, and so I always felt like that was an arrogant thing to someone say, I'm good at doing this. And so I had to come up with this definition and I want to share it with you all in light of what, um, you know, Misha is saying that she just knew she was supposed to be in front of the camera. And a lot of times somebody could say that and say, like, that's arrogant. Like you just want the attention on you. And I don't view that as arrogance. I view that as someone understanding that this is where my talent is. And I feel like that's true humility. Um true humility in my opinion my definition is saying about yourself what God says about you. So if God gives you a particular skill set, be it in front of the camera, to be a seamstress, to be a construction worker, to be Miss Universe, whatever, just to say I'm good at pageants. I am good at my pageant walk. That's not arrogance. That is humility. You're just saying the things that you're good at. Arrogance is when you say I'm better than you at this particular area. My pageant walk is better than your walk. I'm better at camera than you are. That's where you get into the arrogance when you're comparing your skill set to someone else. You can be great all by yourself without putting anybody else down.
1: Love that. Cool. So since she was young, she knew she wanted to be a fashion icon in some way. And pageantry and YouTube allowed her to fulfill this dream in a very unique way.
0: Yeah pageants were a massive part of Misha's life for five years she started competing as a 13 year old on a whim and didn't realize she'd be competing against girls who were almost five years older than her and at 13 to 18 that's a big gap
1: it is oh my god my god imagine pictures of myself when I was 13
0: yeah it's such like the, the- like, yeah I mean 13 versus 18 you go through like a bet- butterfly effect a whole metamorphosis
1: hmm. And as we already discovered, Misha received a bit of heat growing up from the girls around her. And this was something she didn't want to add to their ammunition. And she decided to not tell anyone she was competing because she was afraid of their rudeness and rejection, which that stinks.
0: Yeah, it really does. But, you know, sometimes people feel threatened if they see you're going places and they don't think that they are. They feel threatened and they attack and it starts at a really young age. And unfortunately, a lot of people just don't grow out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 60 girls from all across the UK came to compete for a title with three rounds fashion wear, evening wear, and interview. Misha went on to place third at the Miss Teen Great Britain, which is like not bad at all for being the second youngest contestants and wearing a dress from Topshop. The pageant Miss Teen Great Britain and every pageant that Misha competed in are all under the same umbrella organization called Pageant Girl UK. Her next competition was the Miss Teen Galaxy England 2015 pageant. This was her first pageant where if she won, she would proceed onto the International Galaxy stage in Orlando, Florida.
1: And this time, Misha placed as the first runner-up, which meant she had free entry to compete in the following year. And more determined than ever, she went back only to place as... The second runner up. And <laughs> I know that I get you there. Yeah,
0: you did. It's like uh, this year was Jesse? But this year was
1: still special because Misha's mom also competed in the Misses category where she evidently placed as the first runner-up. So neither of them took home the crown. Um, but they both did really, really well. So I'm sure it was a great experience.
0: Mm-hmm. So it can be very frustrating and you've said this so from like personal experience always a runner up never a winner thoughts like running through the back of your mind like oh and Misha knew that she had some learning to do so she decided to go back to Miss Teen Great Britain who also had a new title um, World Teen Supermodel UK and this new title led to the new international pageant in South Africa.
1: And this is a huge coaching moment. It's Sometimes you've got to lose to win. And even though that's not always true, like we see people like Olivia Culpo, like come out of the gate and she just like crushes it straight through. So unfair. Um, So unfair (laughs) and not normal. Yeah. Um, Losing can teach you many, many more lessons than winning. I mean, honestly, losing teaches you to learn from your mistakes, become more aware of your actions and behaviors. It gives you more ammunition to learn as you're looking at photos and videos. And this can help refine the way you speak and compete on stage or communicate in the interview room. So next time you lose pageant girls, it's okay to put tears in your pillow, but remember to get up the next day ask for your feedback and your scores and determine what you can do to improve for the next year. And I have given the example before I competed my very last year of eligibility for miss New York to go to miss America. And I I placed as a finalist, but I looked at my pictures and I saw like my wardrobe, not sitting where I thought it did. I saw like my, my body not like presenting the way I would have wanted when I was modeling. Had I competed more than once I would have been able to see that and fix it. So it's like, okay, it just goes to show that if you compete several years in a row and don't win, it's not the end of the world because you're growing and gaining every single time.
0: Yeah, agreed. So um, all the hard work, tears, and hairspray paid off for Misha. And she broke her runner-up streak and took home the title of World Teen Supermodel UK. At 16 years old, she got to compete at her first international pageant for 10 days in South Africa, and she placed in the top seven and won the Best in Swimwear Award.
1: If you ask... The closest people to Misha, they will tell you that when she sets her heart on something, she will do whatever it takes to get there. And this meant she would compete for the final time as a teen in the Miss Teen Galaxy England pageant.
0: Yeah. Most of the time, Misha's goal was to win the pageant, but this was a bit different. Now, four years after the first time in the same pageant, she knew she had everything it would take to win. And... Uh, As it is said, so it is done for Misha, and she was crowned Miss Teen Galaxy England. She traveled to Orlando, Florida for the International Galaxy Pageant, a dream that she had had for years.
1: The Galaxy International pageant is so admired by its contestants because of the glamorous photo shoots, elegant events, and fun parties they host for the contestants. There are age divisions that almost any woman can fit into, and some of these extravagant pageant week events include a poolside photo shoot, an all-white cocktail reception, and a pajama party diva party
0: Hmm. misha's advanced to the semi-final finals then to the top two she stood squeezing the hands in her baby blue sparkling fitted gown with a silk baby blue train excitement fled through her body as she heard the announcer say that she was the new miss teen galaxy 2018
1: as Miss Teen Galaxy, she got to do many iconic title holder activities, including the well-known floor shoot with her Mrs., Ms., and Miss title holder sisters. Misha also got the chance to travel a ton. Within her pageant experience, she has raised over $15,000, and that's U.S. dollars, for various charities around the U.K.
0: Mm, she says, back in the day, I used to look at pageants as... You were there to win. That is what I wanted and went for. Looking back, this is silly. If I look back and didn't win, I probably would have been um, heartbroken and upset for one night. But I realize it would have not been the end of the world. When I think back at how pageants have shaped me and changed me and made me the person I am, it isn't because of winning. It is because of the losing.
1: And that led her to starting her YouTube channel in her second year of school when she was competing for the UK Galaxy title. And this meant she was balancing creating videos for YouTube, her studies, and her preparations for the pageant.
0: At first, Misha's YouTube channel was dedicated to Q&A videos, shopping hauls, and product reviews. Now she is fully fledged social media influencer living out her dream career, working with brands like Pretty Little Thing, Rev... um, revolve uh, Amazon and misguided
1: Misha's natural ability to speak in front of the camera and pose for a shoot helped her collaborate with Picanita. Yeah, Does that sound right. Mm-hmm. An online boutique with the seasonal must have of women's fashion. Misha got to create her own gift box with about eight pieces of accessories, including scrunchies, hair crowns and sparkly barrettes.
0: Yeah. Before this, I was checking out her Instagram and just like her photo shoots and just you can just tell that she's a full time influencer with the mm-hmm. angles of the camera, the lighting, the the filters, the the uh, strategic brand placements. It's just all yep. just really well done.
1: And she's so stinking cute, yeah. That it obvi- like definitely helps. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yeah.
0: So Misha's also loved vlogging her pageant experiences, including her time competing for Miss Teen Galaxy England and Miss Teen Galaxy. And you can literally go back and watch her five-year pageant journey within a few hours.
1: Beauty, fashion, pageants, fitness, and of course, food make up the majority of topics of videos that Misha Misha loves to create. She is obsessed with food and loves making favorite food videos. Uh, Her favorites are um, Thai food and sushi. Mm. And it all sounds like fun and games, receiving free products, traveling, collaborating with international fashion and beauty brands. But this is never the full story.
0: No. Um, So Misha was diagnosed with Lyme's disease when she was younger, which took a toll on her body. This mostly impacted her body physically, gaining roughly around 14 pounds in weight within a month. I mean, if you can imagine putting on 14 pounds in a month, that's got to be quite the the shock. I mean, even just with how your clothes fit and, and mentally. Since Misha was still competing in pageants at this time, she may have made some drastic habit changes to lose this weight.
1: She has never had a specific eating disorder, but being in the public eye does have others point out her physical characteristics and body changes, as if this is anyone else's business, first of all, and as if she doesn't doesn't realize this herself. And this is a side of her life that she has been open about to her followers and social audience.
0: Mm, yeah, pressures of college, parents, and everyday normal stresses of a teenage girl might have to struggle with are all amplified when you have a large social media presence, and Misha has all in all not let these pressures and struggles weigh her down in any capacity.
1: And looking at the bigger Picture here, pageant friends, you can do anything you have a soul and a passion for. And there may be people who criticize you for any avenue you take in life. This is only because they don't understand your path. And so if you choose to pursue fashion design, you want to become an astronaut, being a professional YouTuber, winning a pageant, you know that your dreams and aspirations are real. And we're cheering you on, just like we cheer Misha on. So don't feel like we said before, you don't have to follow a pre-approved path. We're on your team and we want you to succeed.
0: Yeah. And a lot of times, and I think this is one of the stories, one of the points that Misha's story really nails home is you think you compete in pageants to become famous in a traditional way, you know, air quotes, traditional by getting discovered, getting to movies, modeling, etc. cetera. She created. She used pageantry to leverage and launch her own business from the ground up using um, YouTube as the medium. So you can absolutely do that too on social media, like she did, or off social media. Whether it's a personal training business or, yeah, maybe it's a gown alteration business, like Jesse said too. Either way, you can launch something and leverage pat use pageants as a catalyst for that. So Misha's last pageant. Um, was over three years ago when she held the title of Miss Teen Galaxy. And as many of you know, the emotional, mental, physical, and financial demands of being a title holder, they're a lot, especially after five consistent years of competing.
1: And at the time, Misha didn't think she would want to compete in the Miss category at just 19 years old. So she decided to put a pause on competing.
0: Yep. After passing on her title of Miss Teen Galaxy, her YouTube channel took off. Hours of filming, video editing, content creation, and brand reach out can take up more time than you would expect. And this does not mean that Misha will ever compete in another pageant. She's just focusing on building her career and her platform.
1: And if you want to follow Misha's journey, you can follow and be one of her 136,000 followers on her at Misha underscore Grimes Instagram account. You'll surely get style, workout, and modeling inspiration from her, so enjoy. And we'll wrap up today's episode with Misha's own words. She says, I am so very proud of myself for having the courage to do exactly what I thought was impossible and that is thanks to pageants and the pageant girl family for encouraging me to believe in my wildest dreams
0: Mm. and if you'd like to be a future contestant for our next podcast create a contestant profile with all of your information hidden facts and what makes you special then email support at pageantplanet.com so that we can review your profile and we'll let you know after you submit if you're scheduled just that easy special shout out to maria Girlando for doing the research and thank you for listening and if you've received any benefit from this show or for once previous please consider giving us a five-star review it might seem like a small action but it really does it helps us keep the show going so until next time take care Want to become a part of pageant history? Create a free contestant or business profile on pageantplanet.com to unlock hidden features and connect with other experts throughout the world.